welcome to episode three of the 33 FC podcast. Uh, today's guest, we're joined by Jake. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Paul. You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Just a little introduction on Jake. He's a Manchester United fan. Don't worry, I'm not going to use the same running joke as the past two episodes of the podcast. United's not bad, yeah. Yeah, we'll stick with that. <laughs> uh, you've been... One thing I want to touch on dead quick before the football is a JD4 fitness. I think what you've been doing over lockdown has been a great incentive because you're showing many videos on how you can keep fit. And uh, I saw recently you posted something on nutrition, which will help quite a few people, including myself. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, it's like I say, while all this is going on, it's, um, I've always, well, I've had a fitness page before, like the kind of lockdown started. But, you know, with gyms being shut, it's just something uh, to give people a bit of, a little bit of hope, you could say, just to, you know, just to do something at home. Like I said, a little bit about nutrition as well. Um, it's just giving people just something to, you know, do while this lockdown's happening mm-hmm. because apart from working, there's nothing else really anyone else can do. So, yeah, it just gives some people a bit of a name and a bit of a goal, I guess. Because uh, uh, it's one of them where I don't think you realise how many people actually benefit from it, but you don't do it. You do it for that, but you also do it for yourself because it's something you love to do as well. And I think that helps when you're engaging with people. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if it's something that you love to do, mate, honestly, it just helps you. It just makes you want to do it more, obviously. You know, you benefit others. But, um, yeah, the fact that you have a bit of passion for it, you know, it's keeping fit in general. And I think, honestly, with obviously with us being out for football for a bit, you know, it's... Um, it's made me want to get even more fitter, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. getting ready for, like, for when the season gets back. And, yeah, just keeping up with general fitness. But if it helps others as well, then that, that makes me happy. So, yeah, brilliant. If you, for those of you that are new to JD4 Fitness, I'll leave a link in the description so you can go and check them out on Instagram. And that moves us nicely into the midweek results because uh, obviously being a United fan, title. Yeah. I won't say title race took a bit of a dent because it's a long way to go, but you didn't help yourself midway, did you? But he was actually quite poor against Sheffield United. It's but it's just one of them, mate. I, we have them games that we play, you know, play against the top four, top six, you know, and we get results against them away. I know it it's, don't make very much of a difference because there's no crown and stuff like that, but, you know, we play against the top six and we get, you know, good results out of them. Um, even like you say, like the draw against Liverpool and stuff like that and then, obviously winning them in the cup and stuff, it's, uh, you come off a good result like that and then, yeah, it's it's like they're the teams we should be beating. There's no easy game in the Premier League, but, you know, they're the teams we should be beating and depending on what happens at the end of the season, we'll look back on those results and think they're the ones we should have won, but, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great performance. Yeah. In the Sheffield. It was good defensively, obviously, from Sheffield. They knew what they was doing, settled right from the start, like, they had a bat, yeah. bat five and then a bat three in front of them. Yeah. You think that you needed yeah. more creativity to try and break them down because it even plays like Bruno Pogba just look flat, but it doesn't help when you have a normal movement up top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, exactly. I think it's just creativity. I mean, you know, if you have Fernandez on the pitch or, or Pogba, you expect it right away, don't you? you expect something to happen, but yeah, even them didn't, uh, yeah, just didn't have a spark or anything like that. Just Rashford, Martial. Yeah, none of them um, created anything really. I thought I thought Rashford had a really quiet game. He didn't have one of his best games. Um, I think sometimes United they play a little bit too casual. Sometimes like giving the ball away cheaply. You know, instead of getting it to feet, they look for that that long ball over the top, and you know it doesn't always work. But no credit to Sheffield United. They defended great. Um, 
Jagielka flipping heck. And, yeah, really old, still old, going 45, Yeah, 45, 50 years old, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, um, yeah, no, he, he did good against us. But like you say, you got to give credit where it's due, haven't you? You know, they defended well, um, stopped us from scoring. And yeah, we'll just have to try and bounce back now from that result. Yeah, and then in other news, there was a, a sad area to come out of this match. Uh, no player deserves to be racially abused after no. any football match in general in society. It's just that it, it's not in, it's not kind of words, it's out of order. Yeah, but yeah. Sadly, Axel Xavier yeah. and Anthony Martial were subject to racial abuse on the social media accounts. So, what do you think we could do more of to try and prevent this? Because it's happening too much, isn't it, now on regular occasions? The player has a bad game and then the, the subject to derogatory comments on the social medias. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's it's something that, I don't know, It's we try and stop it, don't we? We try and, you know, stand together with uh, all, all football clubs, try and stand together to, you know, unite against it and try and kick it out as well. Um it's one of them. It's been happening for a long time, and so you know, what I mean, we just, um, you know, we're in the 21st century now, and it, things like that. It should. Uh, it's happened in the past, and you know, we, sh- we shouldn't be doing it now because, um, like you say, you hear reports and stuff like that, and it just has an effect on people's, especially the players who are getting affected by it. it has an effect on their, you know, mental well-being. Yeah. And, you know, it has an effect on the families and stuff like that, and. You know, the best thing we can we can do as clubs, as like a board, is just to just stand against it and just whoever whoever's like causing these kind of things to happen, these you know these racial comments, these racial gestures and stuff like that, just to literally ban them from all media's, all football. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's the best thing they can do because, like I say, it's, unfortunately we can't stop it, but you know at least we can stand against it. I think that's the the best thing we can do yeah. really. Because it's, it's an horrible situation and it we're in 2021, but yet sometimes you feel like you're moving backwards in some sort of in, in these areas where players who exactly. just want to go out and enjoy the football are wondering yeah. if a misplaced of passing going to come under this sort of abuse, that sort of where they should be going out there enjoying themselves. They're literally exactly. doing what we would love to do on yeah. as their work. They yeah, they shouldn't have to play a game and then worry about what someone's going to say on social media or, you know, what if someone's going to give a, you know, criticise them about something, you know. They expect to, you know, have a bit of criticism on the performance, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, every player expects that, but to have, you know, any kind of racism is, yeah, it's, it's, it's not right and, yeah, it shouldn't be happening in today's game. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, going on to sticking with United just for the time, what do you think has gone right this season because, uh, I know, even though you've gone out of the Champions League, you're still doing well in the Premier League FA Cup. And I won't mind putting you down as one of the favourites for the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, I think, like I say, we've, we've done good. I think it's just, we had a bit of a, you know, um, bit of a turnaround, really. I don't, I don't know what Solskjaer's done. He's um, He's got the squad together. You know, I think the players, you know, the likes of like Fernandes, he's made a big difference. You know, even when he comes on, I mean, starts nearly every game, but even when he comes on, he makes a big difference. Um, yeah, like I say, we're having a bit of a good run in the cup. We're on the, is it the fifth round next or something oh, like yeah. that? Like that in the cup. And um, yeah, in regards to, I mean, it's, it's early to say at the moment because, you know, I mean, the season's had a bit of a delay anyway with what's going on. But um, yeah, I mean, if we can be title contenders, then yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. I, th- I think at the moment it's, you know, I, 
whether we're going to win the title or not is probably a bit too too soon to say. But um, I think, yeah, the way we perform, if we bounce back from obviously the previous result, then I think we've got a good chance. And um, as far as the Europa what round are we in the Europa League? I don't I even know where we're up to in that. I think it's around the 32. <laughs> is it? Right. Yeah, so like I say, if we get a good run in that, hopefully, which I think we'll have a good chance. I know there's some tough teams in that as well, but... Yeah, I think uh, we'll have a good chance in that as well as the league. So, yeah, we'll just see how far uh, Ollie takes us, really. Yeah, you touched on Fernandes there. Do you think he's brought a winning mentality back to United? Because uh, since he's come in, there seems to be like a different drive about the team because uh, everyone wants to work, work like, a little bit harder. He runs for 90 minutes, chases everything down. Just like He's just like got that bit between his teeth. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just... Uh, you know, we've not had a proper leader at the club since, you know, Ronell. I probably would say, like, Rooney was our last proper leader we had. Yeah. And we had, like, obviously, Keane before him. But since he's come into the club, Fernandez, it's just um, it's just like he's gelled the team together. You know what I mean? He's, uh, he's got the boys working. And you can tell even, like, when he has an off game, I mean, you can still tell he's playing, do you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. has that, like you say, that leadership role that we've been missing for quite a few years. And... Um, yeah, I think, uh, like I say, it does make a big difference in the team. Like I say, the way, the way he gets the lads together and, you know, the way he, he creates, you know, he, he creates more or less nine times out of ten, he does create something in a game and, uh, you know, it helps the team push forward. So, yeah, I don't, I think we struggle without him this season. Yeah. I heard something that Yannick Balassi said, because uh, he played with Bruno Fernandes, he said that he even had to go on people in training if he wasn't putting 100% in. And I think... Yeah. That's something that's come back into United. That you could you could quite clearly see people were down to you know with different managers, but even yeah. with Ollie and his inexperience, Bruno's gone. No, we do it this way. We want to win stuff now. Go back to the United of old. I think that's the thing. I think he understands what the like the core of the club is. Do you know what I mean? He's um, he understands what it is to be like a Manchester United player. I think uh, yeah. I, th- I think even in training, that's what he should be like in training as well. You know, he should be. You know, having a go at each other, kind of saying, you know, this is what it takes to play for the club. Um, like you say, like Balassi said, if he, he said he had to go at people in training, you know, that's kind of what you want. That's what you should yeah. expect of like a leader at United, really. And uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I can see him being a future captain of United, definitely. If, if not now, you know, he probably deserves a captaincy now at United. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, like I say, I think just his, his leadership is a big. Is a big part of the club, and it, I suppose he's helped Ollie as well. Like I say, Ollie's not really had much experience in management, and um, you know, to lead a club like United, if he's got players like Fernandez to help him along the way, then yeah, it's a big bonus, I think, for for Ollie as well. I think one thing that's helped you as well. I want to give credit to Marcus Rashford here because not only has he been phenomenal on the pitch, stuff he's yeah. done off the pitch, like it's been quite incredible. But I think that's really through the club, to be honest. I think more people think that this kid's, what, 22, 23 years old and he's doing this already. It's about time we actually raised our level and proved that we can be on his wavelength, Bruno's wavelength. And I think it's yeah. just like a good effect on the club. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Rashford, he's set an example just for, you know, not just for United players, but he's set an example for all footballers, you know, how, how they should be. Um you know, standing up for, for you know children's campaign for free school meals is yeah, it's just something special that and you know for someone his age as well, like say 22, 23 years old, it sets an example to the rest of the team and to, you know the rest of the players around the world really what they they should be doing and 
And yeah, you can, you can tell just from that, it's had a, an impact on his, his football as well. In a way, you know, everyone comments on him just saying how good he is. And, you know, it's uh, like I say, he does, he does lead by example from what, what he has done on and off the pitch. Yeah. If you could sign anyone in January for Manchester United, it's a question I ask everyone right, for their club. Who would you go for? I'd either go for Messi or Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, just, Within reason. I mean, uh, realistically, um, I don't, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? I mean, you know, you look at areas on our team where we just need a bit of strength. Um, at the back, we seem to be doing okay and stuff. Midfield's all right. Uh, oh, it's a tough one, really. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've liked someone like, uh, someone like Tony Cruz. I don't know why. I just think, uh, I've watched him at Real Madrid and he, he's still, you know, he's still going strong for the team. He kind of holds that midfield together. Um even though we sometimes seem to be okay in midfield, you know, we, I think he'd probably be a good addition. Uh, I would, honestly, I would have gone in for Gareth Bale if he hadn't have, uh, gone back to Tottenham. I would have given him a tryout because I think he's got a lot more to give. I know he can be injury prone sometimes, but he would have been a player who would have uh, liked to see United just uh, see how much more he could give, I guess. Yeah, he's not the best of luck, has he, at Tottenham? I think he's only started a few games and even when he's come off the bench, He's not looked yeah. anything on his own self. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Just you know, he was start of his season at Madrid. His career at Madrid, he was uh, was doing great, and then obviously had a bit of a rough patch with Zidane and stuff. And then, you know, I think coming to the Premier League and coming back to Tottenham, you know, has probably done him good. Um, but yeah, I probably would have if it was Oli, I probably would have entered, entered that race of trying to sign him and. You know, give him a chance, see what he'd be like at United. I think. I think uh, it was one of them, wasn't it? They were so hit up on getting Sancho that they forgot any other players were available. Yeah, exactly. Sancho. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's it. I, f- I forgot about him. And uh, yeah, I think that's the thing. I think the whole attention was around Sancho, wasn't it? And you know, it, it wasn't to be. But I, I think he. I don't know. I think he probably wants to return to the Premier League. I'm not sure who to, but he's, he seems to be doing well at Dortmund, doesn't he? So, yeah. Moves us yeah, nicely into thirty-three. I see this because obviously we've had our first, first season. I know it's not yeah. officially ended yet. There's still a game to go. How have you found it? Great, honestly, mate. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I think um, yeah. Since joining, you know, I, I just knew like like I say, I knew with a few lads anyway, like yourself, and you know, about three or four others. And uh, you could just tell right away, first training session, our first game, that the lads are going to gel. You know, work together. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's been great. Like I say, the way we've done the season started off great. You know, I had a couple of results that we could have, you know, done better. But you know, that's football, isn't it? You know, yeah. you have uh, good results, you have bad results. But no, I think as a club, we've done we've done brilliant. How we've uh, what we've achieved, and hopefully, like I say, we can achieve that in the in the rest of the season and the season after that. And hopefully, yeah, see where it takes us. I'm talking on your own like player development. Your yeah. player that started off at left back but moved into central mid. Have you found that like transition? Because obviously this year even quite bloody good in centre mid. Yeah, yeah, bit bit tough really because I've always um, yeah even before joining here I just yeah I've always been like like uh, playing along the back and stuff. So yeah, I wanted to have a go in midfield because oh, that's where the ball like tends to be more you know it lands, doesn't it? So you, you know you tend to get a bit more involved in midfield. Um, yeah, it's a tough position, don't get me wrong. You know, it's 
feels like constant running and, you know, you get stuck in and stuff. But, yeah, no, I, th- I just thought, you know, try somewhere different. You know, you've got to adapt to new roles in the in the team, haven't you? So, yeah, I think trying somewhere like centre midfield and, you know, it's, it's out with the players that I've had as well, yeah. you know, along me. So, yeah, like I say, just, uh, I, I want that, mate. As long as you don't play me up front <laughs> or in net, uh, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, you've been on the score sheet twice this season. Twice, yeah, yeah. One of them I didn't know nothing about. It just literally came off my shin. But it, it went in, so, <laughs> yeah, I was quite happy about that. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking to, uh, I think that's one of my aims is to get a few more, few more goals, uh, create more chances, and just it's just working 100% for the team, and so you know what I mean. Just trying your best, that's all you can do. I think one thing you touched on there, you know, a few of the, <clears throat> me, a few of the lads from previous, like we've done a few games at stagings, like we did one at Chester, one at Blackburn. Yeah, and we found that just going into like full time Sunday league instead of just like yeah. the one off matches. Yeah, it's yeah. It feels like it, it. don't feel like it's once a week. It feels like it's every couple of days. You know what I mean? Because you have your training on top of it, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough. I've not done a you know full Sunday league for quite a few years, so it's I have found it tough. Like I say, but it's you know once you've been used to it before, you you don't you kind of don't lose it if you know what I mean. You just you get used to the Sunday mornings getting up and you know playing the games and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I kind of uh, I tough at the start, but I guess I got got used to it. I think they're the things that are the most in it, getting up early, not the playing. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> I think that's what's tough for some of our lads. I think getting up early. <laughs> we sit both in Echo Sunday League. How do you think the campaign's gone this season? Yeah, good, very good. Yeah, I think it's. Um, where, where, where are we? Where are we? Yeah, fourth, fourth in it? Group yeah. A. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we've done. I think we've done really good. To say we're, you know, we're a newly formed team. I think um, I think we've done really good because there's been there's teams in that league who've probably been together for a few years now. So it's um, yeah. So obviously they'll have more experience of working together. But yeah, to say we're a newly formed club and we've you know we're in the place where we are at the moment. I think it's uh, yeah. No, I think we're doing really well. And like I say, this there's always room for improvements. But, you know, we'll keep working our way up and I think we'll get there, mate. Yeah, I think that's a testament to you and the guys. They always know, like, when when you can improve, how to improve. And they always go about doing it in training. They're not, like, making excuses or anything. Everyone gives 100%. Yeah. Well, that's it, yeah. It's, it starts on the training ground, doesn't it? You know what I mean? You put 100% in training and, you know, it, it'll, it'll show it in the game as well. And, uh you know, if you just, it's just that level of consistency, you know, obviously there's a few training sessions where lads can't make it, but, you know, they'll try uh, during the week, they'll train to be ready for the match and stuff like that. So it's just keeping that level of consistency, I guess you could say, um, just to, like I say, perform well in a game, yeah. stuff like that. Just make you, yeah, just make you feel good, I guess. You won both player of the season, players, player of the season. How did that one make you feel? Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised really, mate. Yeah, and no, I was, uh, yeah, very thankful for that. It's, uh, I don't, I think, like I say, there was a few players on there who could have easily got player of the season. Um, like I say, I won't say names because obviously it's not fair to leave mm. people out, but I mean, there is, Do it. there was quite a few. It was that. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there was a, like I say, there was a few. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, it was, I, 
think I, my, mine was tough between Mike and, uh, and Dan. You know, I think them too. They like I say they've been consistent most games, and been like good leaders in the team. But like I say, it could have been any of them really. And I'm surprised. Like I said, I, I thought I'd done, you know, I'd done a bit, I'd done well. But I thought there was probably a few more players who uh, who deserved it more than me. But no, I was I was thankful for that. And, and like I say, to get players play of the season as well, um, it's just credit to all the, the lads who voted really as well to, uh, you know, think that I was a player of the season. So. Yeah, a bit more pressure on me now for next season, but yeah. like I say, I think uh, I think it could have been anyone really, mate. I'll have to one. So uh, we'll go. If you could sign anyone, uh, I know this is a hypothetical question, but it's still a fun one, and bring anyone into Thirty Three FC. Who would you go for, right? If what any kind of any player for Thirty Three FC, any player that you think would that would uh, make a difference to the squad. Because I know our squad's good as it is. Yeah. Uh, when, you, when you say play, do you mean just like someone we know are doing like... Up to you, mate. Anyone, professional footballer, ex-pro. Oh, right. Okay, right. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. I don't know. Probably, probably any ex-pro like uh, Gig Skulls. <laughs> gig Skulls, bring them in. They've done a bit of Salford, haven't they? They've uh, trained a little bit with them before. I see Beckham um, still training as well. Beckham, yeah. Beckham still training, yeah. Probably any of the, uh, the class of 92. Could have them on the bench, couldn't we, or something like that. Bring them on. Yeah, sure they got, we've got Donny and Ace on the wings, you and Duck in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Feed the boss doing to gigs it and skulls, and it'll be, uh, yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good if we had something like that, you know, one of the, like an ex-pro coming down just to watch us train or something like that. And, uh get an insight of to how they think, you know, the game should be played. Yeah, um, yeah I totally would say someone like Giggsy or Skulls, I think they'd be a good addition even now to the team. <laughs> yeah. Going back to Premier League, who's been your player this season so far? Well, it's, it's tough. There's been quite a few players, haven't they, who stood out? Um, I think, I mean, you look at like Leicester, like Leicester, they've been obviously doing really well and I think, I think Madison, I think he's been a quite a good player this season. I think he's, you know, stood out. He's not had, he's had much of a mention, but I think he's been quite good. Um, yeah, like, you know, obviously look like City, Liverpool. I th- do you know what, as well, I think Gundogan, I think he's been, yeah. I don't think, I think he's stepped up quite a bit for City. I think he's been, uh, yeah, like I say, I think he's been quite good. Um, yeah, he's, like I say, he's, he's not had much of a mention as well, but um, yeah, I think the likes of Madison, Gundogan, uh, Folden, he's another one who's done well at City. Like I say, it's, it's tough to pick who's been uh, player. I, th- I think, obviously, like for us, for United, I would probably say Fernandez. Um, and yeah, probably Wan Bissaka as well. Yeah. They're the ones who stood out for, for United, anyway. You touched on Gundogan there. He's been phenomenal for City, hasn't he? He fills that void really well. Because against West Brom, yeah. you just see a tear of a new one. I know it sounds a little bit harsh, but the positions he gets himself in terms of the goals he scores, it's just phenomenal. He's supposed to be a centre midfielder. Yeah, I think as he stepped up on it this season, he's, uh, I think, yeah, since he came to the club, he's always, you know, he's always had a good reputation. He's always been a good player. But um, yeah, he stepped up this season. He scored goals that you probably wouldn't think he'd. He'd score if you know what I mean. He's and uh, I know he's quite good at set pieces and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think Guardiola's kind of looked a bit more into him, and he's uh, 
he's seeing what he can actually do really good under hands. So I think he's, uh, like I say, working that midfield with the likes of, you know, De Bruyne, you know, in front of him, I think that's, uh, I think that's helped him out a lot. You know, all, it's, it depends on what kind of players you have around you as well that make you perform well. Like I say, you yeah, had De Bruyne, Golden, Sterling. So if you have good players like that around you, then, you know, you're bound to step up your game, aren't you, and play well. 100%. And uh, while we're on the subject of we talked about player this season. Who's your goal's been the most underrated? Because there's been a few players that have slipped under the radar, hasn't there, this season? Yeah, yeah, there's been there's been a few, yeah. I think, uh, like I say, underrated, probably, I, pr- I probably would say Grealish, maybe. I think he's, uh, I, th- I think, like I say, he's the way Villa, where Villa are in the league at the moment, are they? I'm not sure if the top half or 11th around there, could be wrong. Yeah, but he's kind of like got the team together really, hasn't he? You know, he's been yeah. the one creating chances. Um, not, you know, really any club that plays against Villa, normally he gets a mention unto Grealish. Um, yeah, I probably would say he's been the most uh, probably underrated player because he's, like I say, he's got a few goals under his belt this season, a few assists. And I think he's, yeah, I think he's probably uh, been an underrated player. Yeah, it's probably a few, even in the top, the top four, you know, there's, like I say, um, I, th- I even think from United's perspective, probably someone like Metzomini, I think he, yeah. when, he's, when he's been on, he's got stuck in, he's uh, he's done his bit, and it's not started every game, but, you know, you, you don't expect to start every game when you've got players in that position challenging, so, yeah, I probably would say like United and Metzomini, but, yeah, played like under underrated player of the season, probably would say yeah, Grealish maybe. Yeah, touched on a good one there, Tomane, because he knows the values of Manchester United. He knows what the club means to him as well as what the club means to like fans and stuff like that. And you can see that in every performance he puts in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. He's, he's only a young lad, but he can you can tell he knows what the club's about. Um, I think I mean I think he's been there from the youth academy, answer. Yeah. So I think he knows what the club's like um, in and out, even at his age. Um, when when he, when he, when he, things like when he scores, you know, you can tell he's uh, he's passionate about the club, and that's the thing. If you don't have a passion for your football team, you know, the club that you uh, that you play for, then it's it's like you know, there's no point in playing really. And I think Metzomini he does have that that passion, and uh, you know, to play for United, and he understands what the club's about. Yeah, and if you want a good example, like go and watch his two goals against Leeds. You'll know how much uh, United and Leeds go way back. Right? Yeah, and the exactly, yeah. passion in the celebrations that uh, you could tell yeah. you've been waiting for that one. Well, I remember the one he scored against uh, City, I think it was, when it was 1-0 up and I think oh, it was and like it, he rolled it out, didn't he? And he, missed, he hit it from like 30, 40 yards. Yeah, that was it, yeah. And it, it just, uh, you could tell from that. I mean, it was one of them, I think... Uh, you know, obviously I wanted to beat City, but it kind of gave Liverpool a bit of an edge to win the title that game <laughs> last season. But um, but yeah, no, you, you could tell like from that game as well. You know, he's uh, he, like he, he loves scoring that goal, obviously because it's against City. But um, no, you can you can just tell he's. I, th- I think he'll become a, a key asset to the United team in a few years. He, he already is now, but I think like a regular starting player. I think in a few years he'll be coming. You never know, potentially captain. Who, who knows? We'll have to see what happens with him. But I, th- I think he definitely deserves it. I think that's testament to United as well. They have the values of their academy. And you can see in the first scene, 
there's a there's a good number of players still there. I know obviously Lingard's on his way out to West Ham on loan, but there's still an abundance of players that have come through the academy in that first team, which is nice to see. Yeah, I, th- I think the situation with Lingard was he's just, I mean, he didn't have, he's not had enough games really, has he, at United? And, um, you know, going to West Ham, I think, will be a good move for him. It's a, it's a long move, but I think it'll be a, a good move for him, get his confidence back up. You know, you, you look at him probably a couple of seasons ago when he was under Mourinho, he was doing, I think it was Mourinho's like second season or something like that. He had a he had quite a good season, Lingard. So, uh, but like I say, the other players at United, the ones who are coming up, um, yeah, I think like I say, they've got big shoes to fill. Obviously, with the players that are in the squad at the moment, but give them a chance, and I think um, yeah, I think they'll prove themselves at United because United's always always been about youth, aren't it? Yeah, bringing players up. So yeah, give them a chance, and uh, yeah, I think they'll prove it. I think the one question to end on as well there is the is the big one. Hey, Messi or Ronaldo? Nah. Uh, <laughs> but Chris, Cristiano Messi. <laughs> nah, it's, you know what? It's all oh, that stuff. That I've always uh, edged towards a bit towards Messi, but I think Ronaldo, the fact that he's done it in all the league, like, you know, the three leagues, and you, you see his dedication, don't you, for the game and his, his passion for the game. And I think that's... You know, that's, that's a big thing. That Obviously, Messi, you see it in Messi as well. But I think from what you see of Ronaldo, just his desire to be the best, I think yeah. uh, it just makes me edge a bit more towards Cristiano Ronaldo. I think that's one thing I touched on, I think it was episode one, that you can go to these, the best clubs in the best leagues, but if you don't perform, you're just another player. And he's proved that he can go to these teams and that raise his game. I think he's about 35 yeah. years old. He performs like he's only 20s. Yeah, exactly. Well, you'd like to say he's, he's proved it at United, Madrid, um, Juventus. And it's hard to be the best player at those kind of clubs, you know what I mean? Um, especially when he was at United when he joined, when was it was like 18, I think, when he joined United. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And just to see his, you know, his physical stature, you know, his, the way he built himself up. And like I say, to become like the best player in the world at that time was was brilliant. And when you're at United to stand out, like that, just be that one player, you know, and to kind of yeah. drag the team, it's, you know, it takes some doing. And it's the same at Real Madrid and Juventus. It's just, you know, you think he'd slow down, wouldn't you? But he's, uh, it's like he's got better with age. Obviously, he was in his prime probably when he was at, he's probably second or third season at Madrid, maybe. But even now, he's still, uh, he's still amazing into just to watch him. Yeah, I remember the days at United where you used to put the best players in the world on the backsides defensively, like Terry, Cole. So yeah. Enjoy to watch and they become a goal scoring machine ever since. Yeah, exactly. I, I, in the league, yeah, he, he used to just tear defenders apart. I remember I watched, uh, I think he's probably his toughest, defend, his, his toughest defender to come up was probably Asher Cole. I think uh, he was, I watched a few clips on that and uh, I watched a few. Like battles between them two, and that was that was quite good. Sometimes Cole would win it off him. Sometimes Ronaldo would just go past him. Um, so it was interesting to watch uh, like battles like that. But yeah, against any other kind of defenders, they'd had a, they'd have no chance with them. No, oh, no, I suffered him enough when I was watching Bolton, so it, it was nice to see him leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know he scored a few goals against Bolton and stuff yeah. like that, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, he had his, he did his bit in Cifras, but 
you know, I, th- I think, like I say, he's 35 now and, you know, whether he ends his career, I'd easy to say he's, he could play till he's 40, couldn't he? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he did at United, he could easily play till he's 40 years old and I think he'll finish at the top level, whether it's, you know, still at Juventus or whether it's going back to Madrid or United, wherever, PSG, you know, I think he'll, uh, I think he'll end his career at the top level, at a top club. And of course, it would be rude not to touch on Messi there. He's a, he's a phenomenal talent, isn't he? He's just a joy to watch the way he just glides past defenders and puts yeah, the ball into yeah. the top corner. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just, uh, over, yeah, he's the same, like I say, because it, it's hard to choose between them two, like I say. Um, but over the years, he's just been unbelievable. You know, some say he's probably the best player ever, um, which he, he probably is, you know, it's uh, especially in, in our generation. Yeah, definitely. He's been amazing. I mean, they've had a tough season, Barcelona. Um, obviously, with the Messi saga as well, whether he was going to go to City or not, you know, that was a big... Uh, quite a lot of talk about that, wasn't there? Yeah. But, um, and like I say, it's probably affected the team slightly because he has he has helped them a lot. He has dragged them through a bit this season. Um, but I th- knowing Messi, what he's like, he's a professional. He'll just get on with his game and... For me, I think Barcelona is the club for him. I think he's just he just suited to that obviously style of play. Don't get me wrong, he would be good in the Premier League and at City. Um, other teams maybe he probably might stand out a bit more in like in the French league or you know he probably would stand out in that. Um, if you had him with like Neymar and Mbappe, yeah. that'd be I think that'd be a bit of a that'd be a trio, wouldn't it? You're just giving <laughs> defenders all over the world brief nightmares there, just putting them three together. Yeah, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. It wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be bad, that would it? Yeah, it'd be, uh, be something up. But I think, like I say, I think he's suited to the Barcelona style of play, really. And you know, he's been there since he was a kid. So I think, yeah, I think that's the club for him, really. Yeah. And on that note, this brings us to the end of episode three. I want to thank Jake for coming on. Cheers, mate. Enjoyed that. And um, thank you for everyone stopping by and watching it. Um, we'll be back with episode four in a couple of days. Welcome to episode three of the 33 FC podcast. Uh, today's guest, we're joined by Jake. How you got? How you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Paul. You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Just a little introduction on Jake. He's a Manchester United fan. Don't worry, I'm not going to use the same running joke as the past two episodes of the podcast. United's not bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll stick with that. <laughs> uh, you've been... One thing I want to touch on dead quick before the football is a JD4 fitness. I think what you've been doing over lockdown has been a great incentive because you're showing many videos on how you can keep fit. And uh, I saw recently you posted something on nutrition, which will help quite a few people, including